0: Hello and welcome to Chaplain's Word of the Day. I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as we explore God's Word so that we can be inspired, challenged, and comforted together. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett and today I want to share a word about famous last words as I comment on 2 Samuel 23 verses 1-7. This passage reads... Now these are the last words of David, the oracle of David, son of Jesse, the oracle of the man whom God exalted, the anointed of the God of Jacob, the favorite of the strong one of Israel. The spirit of the Lord speaks through me. His word is upon my tongue. The God of Israel has spoken. The rock of Israel has said to me, One who rules over people justly, ruling in the fear of God, is like the light of the morning, like the sun rising on a cloudless morning, gleaming from the rain on the grassy land. Is not my house like this with God? For he has made me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and secure. Will he not cause to prosper all my help and my desire. But the godless are all like thorns that are thrown away, for they cannot be picked up with a hand. To touch them, one uses an iron bar or the shaft of a spear, and they are entirely consumed in fire on the spot. When we think of famous last words, we often remember the words of great personalities and how profane or profound or inane those words might be. We have no need that such a list be repeated here. A cursory search of the internet will produce a long list. A search I did produced 844 million results. (laughs) Of course, in contrast to the last words of a famous person, we also use the term famous last words to express doubts about the veracity, competence, or character of the person to whom we are referring. In this case, instead of a fawning admiration of the person, this becomes a sarcastic criticism of the person involved. In the case of David's last words, we can address both of those issues. David was arguably the best king of Israel, and while he definitely had feet of clay, he was also called a man after God's own heart, which is pretty heady stuff, let me tell you. I know of no person who could ever imagine being given such a compliment, so it would be natural that we should consider David's last words seriously. They might contain real truth and powerful insights that can bless our lives. And they do, but in an unexpected way. Let me explain. You see, one might imagine that David would recount all his great military victories or his feats of daring do as a young man, man, but he didn't. One might imagine that David would recount how he had expanded the borders of Israel uh, to their greatest extent and, and how he had created Jerusalem as a national capital and focal point for the people, but he didn't. One might imagine that David would recount his love for Jonathan and his faithfulness to Saul, even though the first king of Israel had hunted him down to try to kill him. But he didn't. One might imagine that David would recount his own sins and his own failures and beg God and those he offended for forgiveness. But he didn't. No, David's focus wasn't not on himself. It wasn't on his personality or his own achievements. Instead, David's focus was on God, the God who called him, the God who directed him, the God who empowered him, the God who corrected him, and the God who was about to receive him into his own bosom in heaven. One wag has said that the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And David did just that. He kept his God the main thing in his life. David knew who had made him what he was, and he was determined to give God, the one who made him what he was, the praise, glory, and adoration that he deserved as he uttered these last words with his last earthly breaths. Now, the takeaway for us is not found in the poetic language that David used, but is instead the object of his devotion. David's God is the same today as he was during the reigns of the kings of Israel, and he is still working in our lives today in the same way if we just allow him to do so. David's last words were spoken in praise of his God and ours. Who will we be praising with our last breaths? Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with another portion of God's Word that we can consider together. Every blessing, I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett.